Welcome to Tech Bytes with TechNext. Here, we bring to you a brief roundup of everything exciting about the tech space across Africa and indeed the entire globe. From startup announcements to new inventions and the latest buzz boosts on the social space, we will be sharing industry important highlights and exploring the news within the news. We will also be bringing industry experts to share opinions about major news for the week. And most importantly, watch out for our exciting future for this week. We are sure it will be an exciting session you won't want to miss. Let us begin. Hi guys, welcome to the 30th episode or edition of Tech Bytes by Tech Next. Uh, my name is Dam Larry. Uh, welcome to Tech Bytes. If you're just joining us for the first time, Tech Bytes is where we talk about the biggest news in tech, you know, analysis, and we have interviews with prominent people in the space about topics that matter to you and I in Nigeria, Africa, and the globe. So yes, welcome once again. I won't be doing this alone. I have with me very important people in the house. All right, I have Ibere Chuku. Ibere Chuku is a content journalist here at TechNest. Hi, Ibere. Hi, Dami. How are you doing? I'm very fine. How's your week? Uh, so just there. <laughs> special. <laughs> All right. Uh, also, alongside Ibere, we have our HR admin, you know. Yeah, hopefully I don't get sacked after this episode. Welcome, Amarachi. Thank you. Thank you, Dami. All right. Uh, then we also have Ganyu here in the house. Ganyu is, I mean, it's not a very unknown face. It's a very familiar face. Welcome, Ganyu. Ganyu is a content journalist here at Technest, too. Thank you for having me, Dami. It's a pleasure to be here once again. All right. Yeah. So for our conversation today, we'll be talking about... Um, Women. This is still the women's month. Today is the last day, yeah? Thirty first of March. Yeah, today is still the last day of, of the women's month. So we'll be talking to having conversations about women, tech, you know, women in tech and everything that has to do with that. So stay with us till we have the conversation. Until then we'll take you around the world of tech in ten minutes. Uh so you can listen in and also listen for the interview. If you're just joining us for today, you can listen to the past episodes. You have 29 episodes to listen to, so start listening now. Yeah. Like, share, subscribe, and, you know, drop your feedback. Let us know what you think. So, yes, let's go on. Uh, first, we have Google. Uh, Google says it removed 5.2 billion bad ads in 2022. All right. Uh, and its report for 2022, Google says it launched five uh a new safety removal tool for ads on on google and it says it removed over 5.2 billion ads restricted 4.3 billion ads and suspended over 6.7 million advertiser accounts uh this is big numbers especially for a big tech company like google because this is money as much as it's <laughs> as much as it's ads on the line it's also money that google is leaving out just to ensure that the internet is safer for its users and all of that uh yeah yeah it is and you know it has updated 29 policies for publishers in 2022 it also um enforced 16 policies which blocked the 5.2 billion ads last year um and several other policies were adopted as well you know 
discover contents that were legally or culturally sensitive and you know don't like blocked ads restricted ads you know it could run but it would be limited so that people not everyone sees them it's really in places where they might find them um offensive thank you very much that 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 that's what google did last year and i think it's a good one i think it's really a good one i'm not sure i've seen a very bad ad on social media i don't know if any one of you have seen one in in the in several in a very long time it's actually been pretty sane on social media and the internet as a whole hopefully it continues and publishers also continue to you know launch new safety tools so moving on today we're just talking about cyber security ads and all of that so today uh this week kaspersky also announced that it prevented 300,000 attacks on iot devices in sub-saharan africa in um over the last few months right this shows that it blocked 45,562 cyber attacks on iot in kenya 30,000 in nigeria and 221,000 in South Africa. What are you doing there? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, what's happening? happening. As in, <laughs> all right, uh, just in case you don't know, IoT devices are, you know, smartphones, wearable, smart home devices, you know, everything that is connected to the internet, you know, the internet of things, self driving cars, and all of that. And Kaspersky is a very prominent cybersecurity firm or application that helps to prevent uh, cyber attacks and all of that and for it to have prevented 300,000 attacks that's that's significant that's a whole lot that's 300,000 devices that should have been hacked that were not hacked yeah that's 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 in, that's immense that's immense all right uh guys if you're outside please stay safe i hope nobody was acting in the last one month <laughs> if you're out there please stay safe uh please Update your password as soon as you can. Don't click on links that you don't know. And if you want more tools and more um, information on how to stay safe online, listen to our past episode where we talked with uh, Rokadote. Rokadote is a cybersecurity expert and he definitely told us and tells you how to stay safe and keep your data private online. So don't tell me. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right. uh, Moving on. So the G7. Now we are back to crypto. So the G7 has said there should be stricter regulations for crypto in the world. All right. Um, G7, if you don't know, consists of several countries, including Canada, France, Germany, Italy, Japan, the UK, the United States, and the European Union. And uh, what they came together to do is to ensure that going forward, they would enforce stricter regulations for the crypto industry, especially since we had several crypto um related incidents in 2022 i know gani is shaking his head because he's he's not a big fan of crypto I'm he's shaking and i doubt i'm gonna be a big fan of crypto honestly um i'm, I'm an unrepentant crypto skeptic and i i hope i remain the same wow 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 amarachi are you a big fan of crypto i don't have facts i don't know why but i'm not a fan i don't know why <laughs> But I don't, I don't like it. Welcome to the WhatsApp group. Yeah, so it's not like I know why. I don't have reasons. But I just feel like it's just too chaotic. It's too wow. risky. Crypto it's is too chaotic. much. Just a whole lot. Can we talk why we're not like that anyway? <laughs> <laughs> apologies. He'll be fine. <laughs> oh, nice. So, so yeah. Uh, I agree. Are you? I mean, not, not really. It's 
just too much to process. Every day something new is coming out and you can never really tell what is right and what is wrong. You can just there is it's like there is money but <laughs> it's not reaching everybody and you don't have the knowledge, you cannot get it. And to get that knowledge is tasking. It's tasking as in Wow, so I'm the only crypto crypto fan, yeah. But actually it's not just you guys, many crypto enthusiasts have actually been having second minds about crypto, especially events that's been happening since middle of last year. Mm-hmm. You know, you had the Terra crash which crashed Luna and UST to zero point zero 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 zero. Then you have the FTX crash <laughs> yeah, again. FTX was like was like the height for me. I was like, nah, nah, nah. Yeah, you have the FTX and this year you've been having several crypto big banks, right? Crash as well as Signature or what is it called? And then Silicon Valley Bank and all of these guys have been crashing. So it's like one problem to the other in crypto space. So I'm actually not surprised that people are not really hopeful for crypto space. And this has also spilled off to, I mean, the governments and regulatory bodies as well. And they want to enforce stricter regulations for crypto so that they protect their users more and their citizens so that people don't end up bankrupt and, you know, living on the streets. So it's a good one, no doubt, actually. Yeah, I'm a big fan of crypto, but of course, I always say do your own research and it's not financial advice. So don't <laughs> exactly very important yeah uh so to the last news of today we have uk nigeria tech Hub collaborates with google for startups to award three million crowd credit to women founders this is a good one especially as we are still in the women months we are you know pushing you know for the support for women led startups and women solutions and innovations and all of that and the uk nigerian tech Hub has partnered with google for startups africa to you know award Three million dollars to Google in Google Cloud credits for women founders in Nigeria. Uh, so this would, you know, subsidize cloud technology support for startups and all of that to ensure that they can acquire more customers. You know, increase their their cloud usage and 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 all of this. Uh, this is a very good one for for the tech space and you know, kudos to everyone championing uh, <laughs> championing the the the. the the charge for for women in tech <laughs> so yes uh, thank you very one everyone for listening in uh, to today's tech news around the world all right uh, we'll be moving into the conversation now so the conversation of today is you know overcoming gender stereotypes in the tech industry you know talking about the biases the gender imbalance the digital divide you know in the tech space that we currently experience all right uh, so we'll find out that over the last several years, despite efforts to you know increase um, women that have careers in tech, it's still very low. It's still very low. I know uh, starting up, uh, you you do the women in tech beat every <laughs> and you know getting women to talk to share their stories. They always talk about how difficult it was their experience getting into tech and all of that and i mean stats also back this up it says that just 31 percent of startup have at least one woman one female founder all right and the average number of female founders in the ecosystem is just 15 percent that is very very low all right it's far from from a middle ground <laughs> and you know this has been heavily debated right and people have come up with different factors that might have caused this you know you have the gender stereotypes the biases the opportunities available and all of this and you know 
then you also talk about, about hiring process you're talking about the promotion opportunities the workplace culture all of this has been said to create barriers for women entering into tech you know getting into tech securing job and succeeding and that's why we have these three amazing people in the house you know help us talk about this let's see are there really these biases and stereotypes and these barriers or are they just cooked up all right uh so we'll start you know with like maybe a very obvious question you know um as a woman in tech what are some common gender stereotypes and bias that you faced okay um i think the first of all the fact that we're talking about it shows that there is that bias okay and um one of the major issue is doubting people's strengths because i'm a woman you are doubting that i can perform as well as a man those that saying i say what a man can do a woman can do better i think <laughs> what a man can do a woman can do also because mm. you cannot say any gender is better we are all we're all fighting for gender equality again i think one of the stereotypes is just basically trusting that trust that trust is not there there's always going to be that um, um gap that gender gap and i don't have a problem with it because talking about gender equality i don't know i'm not really a big fan of it because there is no equality in the gender actually i don't know if anybody has anything else to say but i don't think there's that equality because there is when it comes to biology now biological um the biological as- aspects men are stronger than women so you don't expect more women or so many women to be in um say engineering that men ha- have that f- that physical um abilities to perform better but it doesn't mean women should not still be in that space for me as a woman i've faced um that's should i say when people look sometimes when people look at me they feel like i'm not smart enough to do certain things because i'm a woman so they will tell me oh this particular thing don't do it leave it for this guy to do it it starts from our home it starts from school it starts from even the workplace i don't mean this workplace <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm just saying people always feel like <laughs> for your information <laughs> not, this I don't know, not this workplace see the hr how 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 can i <laughs> 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 but there is that that's just that ideology that mindset that you cannot perform well as a woman and it's just very wrong i mean this age and time that people still think like this when you can see the wonderful things that women are doing i feel like it's just it it cannot go away very soon because people are, are still going to keep seeing that um what would i call it that inequality when it comes to strength when it comes to smartness when it comes to just being able to do certain things i feel like as a woman you cannot do it so yeah, that's it for me Oh, nice. Uh, so I, I got your point. I, I pretty like the point where you raised that it did not just start at home. Yeah. It started, I mean, in the, the workplace. It started at home, in yeah. school, and all of that. I mean, I mean, growing up, we always hear these things of okay, women should go to maybe like classes like arts, commercial, mm-hmm. you know, science, or well, so majorly for guys and all then of those things. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like a major thing not. but we've had one or twice of, of mm. those kind of situations but yeah bringing it down to the workplace because that's where we currently are mm. i mean that's where these issues are currently being faced in the book um amarachi you are an hr professional all right so what steps do you think tech companies can do to you know create this inclusive and diverse workplace all right uh just to you know ensure that there's a change in this balancing you know 
women, men, 15%, 75%, and all of that? Um, I think before I answer that, I would like to point out that if you want someone to do something for you, or if you want someone to do something the way you want it, I think somehow, so this is my own school of thought, right? I think somehow, somehow you, you need to let them know that you can do it, I think, right? So it starts from um, having to, you know, personally develop yourself. So I think now in rec- when you're recruiting, you know, during hiring process, it's most times we actually look for competence and, you know, sometimes personality. That I'm speaking for myself, so I don't know about some other recruiters, right? We always look for who can do the job. And if the person's personality or lifestyle or whatever it is fits the culture, you know, like if it's culture fit for the organization. So I think it actually starts from the individual. Because if you do not work on yourself, if you are not keen about your own personal growth, uh, personal development, I think there is little or almost nothing that tech companies can do. So I'm not saying the tech companies or companies do not have their own role or part to play, right? But I think if you know what to do and what you can do, and it's mm-hmm. obvious and it's glaring that, okay, let's say it comes to coding or having to do anything. You know, I think coding is what I know mostly. Because <laughs> that's almost the common thing, coding. I'm not sure I know any other thing, right? But when it comes to stuff like coding and you, you maybe you are being interviewed, for real, if if you answer questions and you let them know that okay, your experiences so far fits the um, job description they are looking out for. I'm not sure any business would like to say okay, no, because you are a woman, don't come and give us your value. That's what I think. So, what tech companies can do is just to, you know, make their hiring process a bit more uh, about the criteria should be more about what you can do if your culture fits i think right so I, sometimes i get to see some uh, ads you know about we are hiring and all of that and you see preferably female for gender balance or preferably male for gender <laughs> balance when i see stuff like that i'm like so if the woman comes on board or if the guy comes on board are you, all difference with like do you get me like why are we doing that so i think if you list the years of experience, the degree, the skills. I think that should actually be prioritized. So the skills, the competence, if culture fits, if you're good for the job. I think that's what recruiters in tech companies can just do to, you know, help arrange all of those biases Balances and, and balance it. So if you are looking out for uh, competence, if you can do the job, experience, skills knowledge soft skills or hard skills just look out for that and let's keep the whole preferably female preferably male because if it's all male and the job is being done i don't know i'm, I'm okay with it but if it's all female and the job is being done it's super okay fine it. the job should be done that's all i hmm. i think they should do right hmm. thank you oh nice yeah that, that that makes sense so you're saying take away the veil of man woman 
male, female. Yes, and look deep. And beyond. just look at can this person do can it? You do yes, the job? go for it. Thank you. <laughs> no, like if if he was if he, let's say I think there was a statement that was made when I was trying to hire my assistant and a statement like who would help you lift some things, you know, based on administrative duties? Who will help you um take lift the dispenser or get, you know, heavy stuff? And I'm like, whoever wants to do the job and the person maybe if I get interview my as then interview my assistant and I ask her can you lift some things and she says yes I hold her by that if you say yes uh, I can do it and that's fine so it's not about if you can do or if you're a female or male but I think there are still some males out there that are like please don't stress me I cannot carry everything you get <laughs> so if I bring the guy in as far I want to balance my team and the guy still cannot do the job then you've you've given edge to something that doesn't really matter at the end of the day. Exactly. Oh, okay. So it's about who can do the job actually. Mm, mm, nice. Alright, so Ganyu, you, I mean, you are a man in tech. <laughs> if I can call it that. Uh, <laughs> okay. We don't have that, right? But I mean, you are a man in tech, you know. But it seems like it's normal. As, can't you see we, we had to laugh? Like, man in tech is supposed to be like tech, right? Wow, we, that, that's why that's why the women month always brings us back. Like, okay, guys, as much as tech, you know, as that equal science to men, it's not just men. You know, it's it's a whole lot of people and genders in there. So, have you noticed any way any difference in the way men and women are treated? You know, is there any difference? Doesn't have to be a bad difference. Now, could be a good difference. Could be you know. But have you like noticed any difference in your own experience working in tech? Yeah, so for starters, I would say that this conversation in the first place is a reflection of the larger society, right? And so when we talk about biases, when we talk about stereotypes against women in tech, it's a reflection of how the society, the larger society rather, treats women. And so, I mean, to answer your question now, the truth is, I mean, the question itself is <laughs> rhetorical, right? Because, I mean, the evidence, I mean, the proof, and all of that is all in our, in our faces. And when we talk about uh, the we talk about workplace culture, for instance. I mean, the victims of sexual impropriety and harassment and all of that. Women, and you know, I mean, even even the numbers show that we don't have many female founders. We don't have uh, many women working in the tech industry. So there are, there are quite a number of things. I mean, even I mean, numbers show that uh, in terms of promotion, in terms of retention, that some of these you know, uh, stereotypes still are still there mm-hmm. that are, you know, against women. So it's, like I said, it's a reflection of the larger society. And, you know, considering the fact that the tech ordinarily, I mean, the tech industry, ordinarily because of the way we portray it, uh, it's one that we should expect maybe a little bit more inclusivity, a little bit more openness as regards to how we treat women. But unfortunately, because these stereotypes are part of larger society and we are all part of that society so we bring those stereotypes into even into the mm-hmm. workplace mm-hmm. so it's not a, it's not really a question of what i mean the tech industry can really do it's a question of how can we fix it from the larger society and how much are we smashing stereotypes how much are we breaking barriers how much are we having those tough conversations around you know creating balances you know creating opportunities for women these are really really important topics that must you know uh, be addressed at the level of the larger society because i mean the tech industry is just a microcosm of the larger society right mm. so if the tech industry decides to fix its own problems 
uh, what about other okay. industries? Mm -hmm. What mm -hmm. about traditional, you know, industries? What would happen to the women that are working there? So it, mm. it, it's it's something that I feel like you know we must continue to have conversation around, and we should not shy away from what the problems are. The reality is that women are not treated fairly across all industry, including tech. So what we should now be focusing on is how exactly do we, you know, sure. change the narrative? How exactly do we create opportunities for women, right? Because the truth is, what is happening? What what seems to be the reality? is the ripple effect is what we are seeing in terms of level of interest that women have in tech i would not want to take up a tech job as a woman when i know that i mean startups uh with issues of sexual harassment usually come up in startups and like i don't want to be sexually harassed because of that i'd rather just stay on my own and don't even venture into tech these are some of the things that are really discouraging women and you know when we even look at the numbers in terms of number of female founders we have what kind of funding opportunities are they to even get in? You know, and you look at all of that, and you're like, you know what? Maybe I should just stick with banking or something else because <laughs> there's nothing in this tech, really. Because tech is supposed to be like a level playing field for everybody because it doesn't require any physical strength. You know, because, of course, by biological makeup, men and women are different, right? But tech, these things don't play out. Anybody can code, right? Anybody can do UI, UX. Anybody can do anything in tech, really. So why exactly do we not have these biases why should somebody not be hired because the person is a woman no it's i mean and, and i'm and i'm glad i'm actually spoken the emphasis should be on competence really it's about who can get the job done so if a woman is the best person for the job hire her you don't have to say hey, we already have women no we're is if you have to create an whole female team and whole women team as long as the people there, you do not ha you do not hire them because of bias or because you're trying to create a balance. You hire them because of what they can do, what value they can bring to the table. Then we're fine. Hmm. So it's so it's important that you know as as an industry we continue to engage ourselves and look at you know the problems really and see how we can go forward. Hmm. I disagree with one thing you yes, said though. I tech is physical. <laughs> Actually, I. I mean, Some tech is physical. I, even the parts that... No, I mean, it's just on the lighter. No, tech is physical. I mean, 20 hours out of 24. It's, it's no joke. Doing what, actually? Working I now. 20 sure hours out of 24. Oh, okay. I mean, it's not I can increase my salary. Yes, 20 hours out of 24. The point I'm trying to make really <laughs> no, is that... I got it's not, it's just just like, so the thing it's is... It's not like a physical work that It's not carrying blocks. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still... I think I would like to see you narrow it down to the individual, right? So, anything I'm going to say, I got my sisters. I'm a female, so I'm not against <laughs> them. Let, let, let me clearly state that, right? But I feel like if you want to be recognized, if you want to give value, you have to build yourself. So, I, I, I now, my sisters, my fellow women, hmm, they are coming out. And I love to see it. Like we are coming out, we were, we're tired of the, you know, stay behind and the men do the thing. And I love it. So, and I think there's a progress, right? In the whole stereotypes, you know, biases and all of that. I think we're getting better. So women are beginning to have, you know, same level playing ground for, you know, in workplaces, like, you know, getting a job, career or something. But I still feel before now, women like to, so I get to have conversations with some ladies, you know, even maybe during interviews, and they love to give excuses most times. They love to select, we love to select what we want to do part-time. 
So mm. they say we are emotional beings. Like men are more logical, right? We always want to do things when we want to do it. I like to always tell ladies, don't if you always say no or oh sorry, I can't do this now. Oh sorry. Because I, I found out that men actually are always ready to do something if you give them the tax. I, I I saw that. And if you are the person giving the tax, getting the tax, you always want to go to the person or the people that always says yes to you. It's only but normal that you always go back. If I always come to tell you, I, I need you to help me lift this um, TV. I need to help me lift this table. And you always tell me yes. I'll always run to you whenever I need something. So when one, two, three, four, five, six, seven to ten women always say no, no, I want to maybe be a front desk person or no, I want, I prefer to be a secretary because they have to dress all classy, glamorous on heels and speak, you know, do all the whole shaka. So I know ladies that that's what they all want to do. Some of them, ah, tech, no, I don't want to, ah, code, you know, you know, they feel like it's so much stress. I've seen them talk about it. And if a man or a recruiter or a startup founder gets to meet like two, three ladies that says almost the same thing, I think um, if I'm the um, startup founder, I'll just go and look for the men or people, the gender that will answer me. So I feel slightly, I'm not saying my ladies are because of the problem, <laughs> they right? They are not, like you get, no, I'm not saying, but I still feel we need, we as ladies, we need to do better. If we develop ourselves and get better at what we do, we'll be sought after. I'm not sure, and companies will not want to let you go. They will not treat you any less. No, I still, it happens. I won't say it does not happen, but I feel as we're trying to make this whole thing, you know, balanced and all of it, I still feel we ladies, we still have our role. Like, it's very vital. We have our part to play. That's what yeah, I think. so that's yeah. something I also wanted to speak about, right? Um, yeah, uh, we did not talk about the fact that uh, women need to, often time, are compelled to work as twice as men. To, to prove a prove point, it, yeah. because Iberia yeah. said something earlier about people would naturally doubt you because you're a woman. And I've seen it play out with a lot of people. I mean, you tell somebody you're, you're a woman and you're doing this and they look at you like, and so what? You have to like work extra hard. You have to prove just a to point. And you, you know, why the men will just do the average, the regular thing and they see them as they are doing their work, right? That's also one part of it. I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, women don't need to work, but also there is also that... So it's, it's, it's a bigger problem, really. Mm -hmm. A woman can decide to walk, show up, and do all of that, and somebody will still feel like she's not doing enough. I mean, after all, the guys are doing this, guys are doing that. So that's like one thing I wanted to add. Mm. I, I think so. another thing that he said that I want to also add, that um, saying sometimes for like in a community, or let's just say founding, maybe there are founders that want to invest or VC investors now, for example, and a woman goes to the state to pitch, when she speaks, sometimes they'll see it as her being aggressive. But if a man speaks, they'll see it as the man being confident. So that also affects most people. Most many women, many women have said, "Oh, that them being assertive is it's seen as, as being aggressive. rude or something like." And that. then for guys, it is. Misinterpretation. For me, I feel like I feel like people already have that idea mentality already that this woman is she's showing herself. When a man will come and There's do the same thing, I'll be like, this man mm -hmm. is confident. So you feel like she's trying to prove yeah. a point or so, something. Yeah. Yeah, Ibe, Ibe, you have to answer a question to that. I know when you were talking initially, you mentioned the fact that um, these problems did not start in tech, mm -hmm. right? They are reflections, like Ghani says, of the 
maybe the larger society starting from home school and all of that what would you say could be a way to fix this to change that foundation you know get more women into tech you know get them to do a whole lot more in terms of stem and you know hopefully that uh erodes the current culture and gets into the broader thing like make it normal that yeah women are in stem and all of that so how do you think we can encourage more women to pursue careers in stem you know uh yeah how do you think I that think, can like be done said, say from the larger society mm-hmm. in some household now african typical african household if maybe it's after secondary school you want to study something your parents say go and study tailoring so one study how to bake but for the guys they'll put in computer school <laughs> to go and code it's true you're just one of the really really this, like this is like a go, very go, big, go big go problem through. honestly go to um go and code go and learn all these whole I things <laughs> and therefore I, <laughs> I did all the chores. it's just but at the same time most of the household they have that Oh, yeah, a woman do this, well, do that. Yeah. And even from school, you yeah. go to school, you see that a, a woman, a girl is smarter, but she cannot be the class rep because they want the man to lead. So it gives that girl that mentality that, oh, yeah. you cannot be a leader. You just, just be beside, yeah, just be at the back of the man. Yeah. Exactly. Even though sometimes the head <laughs> I mean, most times <laughs> the head girl is just there. Just yeah, the just there, by the way. Let it be that there is somebody. <laughs> so I think there, there should be more of um, representation. Sure matters. When mm. you see people in that space, I'm, maybe I'm, I'm a very small girl and I, I see my headmistress. She's the owner of this school and is a woman. Even though you push me aside and say I cannot be the head girl, I know that this one, this one is making it. I mean, I can do it too. It should mm. be that representation in the tech space also. Yeah. And mentor, mentoring, when you say mentoring, when you see many people doing, I mean, it, there is need for it. There mm. is need for that mentorship. Mm. People don't, people don't give, I'm not going to say don't give women the opportunity, but like there is not so much opportunity for oh, women to learn because people, you cannot learn it from your house. Your parents will not just sometimes just say, okay, go to um this tech school and go and learn for six to one year some many parents typical african parents will not do it they want to do something else mm. so there's need for that for that mentorship there's need for that training opportunity i mean for you it's different you've got the opportunity <laughs> no, no. to go to I, computer school. i did not get because i wanted to go to computer school but my parents were like oh my mother had <laughs> same machine and he said you must learn how to sew <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had the opportunity to refuse some people don't yeah I feel like so, that is so you mentioned something about representation so do you think there is a lack of representation in of women you know yes. in tech yes because some many women they don't recognize the achievements and mm. that makes that that it doesn't put them in the limelight mm. so you've done something really good but they don't recognize it but when they recognize you people will see you out there and be like oh sure she's it's a woman that did this i mean if it's possible, if she can do it, I can do it as a woman also. Right. So there's need for that representation. Mm, okay. So the last question, right, you guys will go around, but first I want to ask uh, Amarachi. <laughs> so, you know, uh, there's a need to increase the women in tech, you know, increase young women coming into tech, make it seem like a normal thing, all right? Uh, so what advice would you give? to young women who are interested in pursuing a career in tech uh also how do you think this would help shape the future of tech you know in regards to layoffs and all of those things yeah you say there's a need oh well so I just, okay i just feel like there's been calls for it <laughs> make, 
We're giving you so much. <laughs> For me, I just feel if you want to do something, if you want to be some, but I still think. Let me just make reference to what Iberi said. I think this thing can actually be changed or it can be worked on from the, the families, mm. schools, charity begins school, at home, secondary schools. Yes, like what my father did was. Every my father is ex-military, right, and he's clergy. So what you can do is what this other person can do. The only reason why sometimes I did not get to go across the street to fetch water was maybe my elder brothers came and maybe I had fetched a lot and maybe he wanted me to rest and that's that. If not, I was able to, I had to wash cars, I fetched waters with gallons. Like I said, 14, 15, 16, I think I was able to carry 20 liters, like two. I had to do all of them. My father would tell you to do anything. Is it to sweep? Is it to climb ladder and clean, you know, take out we uh, cobwebs? Anything that you are supposed to do, that's supposed to be done in the house. My father will ask you to do it. So there is no, okay, this one that, okay, I think washing plates was the only thing. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> and cooking food. No, selecting beans for my mom. I think that's that was the only chore in the house that I know was somehow segmented. Yes, yeah. I think that's it. But the other thing, no, no, no. My father gave me the opportunity to do everything, and I thank him for that. So back to your question. Um, the advice I would like to give to the ladies is, um, for real, if you want to do something, if you have interest in anything, right? Just go for it. Go for it. Like they have, we have lots of Telegram communities. We have next techies, right? People can you can join those Telegram communities so you can get updates on tech events, tech uh, seminars, webinars. A community where you can you know meet like minds and mm -hmm. you you know sharpen your iron and you get better. If you want to do something, do it. When you are good at it and somebody says no to you, definitely they are lost. You walk away and go somewhere else and they will take purr. you. Big purr. Like just know what you want to do. Do it well. Like do it well. So that you have value to bring to the table. Mm. That's all I have to say. Mm. I think you said something as layoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Like how should people cope with this? Like women, men, everyone, like what we be we be. If you don't have value to yes, actually general. If you don't have value to bring to the table at some point. No, absolutely. It's true. not yes, except if the company is uh, an NGO, the charity organization where they just pay people salaries. <laughs> but if they need to generate revenue and pay salaries, you need to bring value as much as they they have to pay you. So, I think that's so build your skills so much mm -hmm. that you become a bit indispensable for the company. The like they have to In think, they have to think three times before they eventually say that. Do you understand? Like, is it? I have to think. Ah, first thinking, like, second ah, thinking, third thinking. Do you understand? And that would take like okay. two, three years. <laughs> More like, so I think if you have something to do and you want to do it, coding, whatever it is, just go for it. Mm. Build yourself. Take courses online. Learn, meet people. Get, just be good at it. Mm. You just, you'll be sellable. That's what I think. Nobody right. will say no to you or mm. fire you. Good, good. Gani, do you have anything advice for? People trying to get into tech, women especially. Okay, yes, I would say that nobody can actually be dragged into tech. Mm -hmm. So, and I would connect to what Amrachi said about people developing interest. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, I get to interact with a couple of women, and they're like, they don't want to do tech, and that is understandable, right? That's perfect. People can get to pursue careers in whatever fields that they decide to choose. But for those that are interested in coming to tech, know that nobody is going to force you 
and you know because of the level of awareness and consciousness that has been you know created in the industry a lot of opportunities are now there for women you know we have even VC fund that are targeted at female founders we have opportunities that are targeted at you know female uh, folks in, in tech. so so there are a lot of opportunities to nest really uh, you know be on the lookout for these opportunities be ready to uh, develop your your skill sets be intentional about your own personal developments know that you're bringing something to the table it's very important you must bring something to the table nobody's going to hire you just because you're a woman people will hire you because you're competent because you're going to be valuable for the company so that's one thing that people should just prioritize their personal development and you know know that it's not going to be i mean no opportunity to be given to you on a platter really mm. Okay, uh, so Abriel, uh, last one. What are some opportunities that you could mention off the top of your head? You know, you do the women in tech bit for women that are trying to get into tech, could be communities. Just one, two, three mentioned for us. And okay, um, first off, Shikoda Africa is one very good platform mm-hmm. for you to learn how to code and how to just have a community already. It has that mentorship program. There's also women in DeFi. Mm. That you can, it's, a, it's a community that helps you, just women focused on women. So it's a community that helps you to really get that knowledge without having that um, feeling of, oh, because I'm a woman, they're going to treat. This is, a, this is all women, just only you and your girls, just learn up. and make money. <laughs> yes. And also, I mean, in our own. <laughs> In our own Telegram program, you can Next also join, is. regardless of your gender. We don't look at it. Nobody looks at it. Nobody asks if you are a female or a male. Nobody hmm. cares. Just join, learn. I mean, at this point, nobody should look at genders as something to use to judge somebody. Your what? What? You, what? You, are you smart enough to do this? Can you do this? Can you? Do you want to do it? If you can, go for you it. Just go for it. Life is not supposed to be this hard. Hmm. <laughs> 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 Life is supposed to be this hard. So mm. yes, I think, mm. and we can also check out there are a lot of programs that you can check out. There are a lot of sponsorship programs that you can check out. Google, like you said, has been a very strong supporter of um, women, women helping women. So you can also check out many of their programs and their initiatives. I feel like, I mean, at this point, you have the you have all these you good have things the world in front at your of you. Exactly, just go, go for it. it. Life mm. is not hard. Okay, <laughs> thank you very much, guys, for joining today. This has been an exciting conversation. Uh, just in case you are looking for a summary, one, go for it. Two, <laughs> nothing will drop it. on your laps, right? As much as it is what it is, nothing will drop on your laps. You have to work hard for it. To so work hard for it, go for it, right? And you have the world at your feet. Explore. All right. Thank you very, very much, guys. This was a very, very good time. Just before we round up, uh, do you guys want to drop your social media handle so people can follow you and, you know, maybe chat to you too and all the rest? Uh, Ganyu. Okay, yeah. I'm Ganyu Olorontade on all social media platforms. Ganyu is G-A-N-I-U and Olorontade, O-L-O-R-U-N-T-A-D-E. Oh, more. And also, Shamina Plaso. LinkedIn, which has become my most favorite for now. As for each other. Chinedu on LinkedIn, on Twitter, and Instagram is at the.graced. I'm very, very active on LinkedIn, mostly. So, it's a very tricky K on LinkedIn. And, um, Follow Technics on other platforms. Mm. You see me there, you see me. She should get a raise. Oh. She should get a raise. All right. 
Alright, my name is Damlari Akinpelu. You can follow me at ActDown07 on all platforms except LinkedIn, of course, Damlari Akinpelu. Like Ebrey said, you can follow technest.ng on all platforms. <laughs> and you can join our community, Next Techies. You should join the community, right? Like, what are you doing if you're not in that community? You should join it. It's where the next big things happen, right? We've had people get jobs and yes. opportunities yes. from our community. So it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not a joking themselves. <laughs> you get it? But yeah, join the community, follow us on all platforms, share this podcast and, you know, get us uh, comments, feedback, if you have any, and we'll definitely look into it. So we'll come to your ears and your eyes next week. Take care. Same time, same station. Right. <laughs> <laughs>